The advice and opinions expressed by the hosts of Autism Live and her guests are meant solely as suggestion and should not be in any way construed as child-specific advice. Any choices you make in determining your child's treatment are completely at your own discretion. Good morning and welcome to Autism Live on the Autism Network. I'm Shannon Penrod and so excited to be here with you this morning live. It's Wednesday, May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. Uh, I hope that you are all celebrating today in whatever Star Warian way that you like to uh, participate. Uh, I, I love uh, this day that... Um, I, I just realized the other day, there are a couple of days that are just sort of fun and out of nowhere. And I, I missed Pi Day. Uh, there's a day when uh, it's the 14th of March, right? Because it's 3.14. And I always make my son a pie. And I just realized it this week. Missed Pi Day. But let's not miss May the 4th. So may the 4th be with you. And we've got a great show for you. Great guests uh, that will be talking about fun things with us. So I'm Shannon Penrod, as I said, and I hope that you guys will participate in this live show. The chat is open right now. We are live right now on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and about 12 other sites. And our fabulous Traven is going to show you some of the different ways that you can interact with us, either by watching live or watching us in podcasts, because we are available as a free download wherever you get your podcasts. We are the number one rated autism podcast worldwide. We're very proud and excited to have that. And I'll tell you why, because we know that that's a gift from you guys that you've watched, you've shared. And, and I so appreciate that you've, you've reviewed us on iTunes. We especially love that. But I, I would tell you that I'm always going to ask for more. If you find something that you like here and you say, you know what, this is a worthwhile conversation, please do me a favor and share it with somebody. I'm not asking you to put up a billboard, but if there's somebody that you know from the community, say, hey, I found this free resource, because that's really why we're here, is for all of you. We talk all the time about this show is for that larger autism community, starts with people who are on the spectrum, includes everyone who loves them, right? And together we make a beautiful community of people who are fighting for the rights for individuals who are on the spectrum. And fighting to get resources for them and their families so that we can deal with some of the challenges that are there so we can celebrate some of the things that are amazing, right? Doesn't it all come down to that? Whenever I hear someone who is in the pain in this community, the pain part of this, it's because they feel alone and because they feel like there is no hope of being able to communicate and accomplish the things that they want to. And that's fixable. Um, everybody is different and, uh, we're, and we're not trying to fix any person because there's no need to fix anyone, but that feeling like you're alone and feeling like you cannot communicate with someone that, that is absolutely fixable and we can make great strides. It's it just finding the way that an individual communicates, finding the way in, unlocking that key, as somebody was saying to me the other day. Uh, finding the way in so that you can communicate with the people that you love, right? Whether you are the person on the spectrum who's saying, hey, I don't know how to make it clear to them what I need, right? Or you're a loved one saying, I want to be there for my loved one on the spectrum and I don't know how to. So that's what we're about. We have lots of experts that join us here on the show from time to time. I'm not one of them. I always try to give you the disclaimer that I'm I'm here because I'm your cheerleader. And that's really what I want to be. I want to be here for you and be a safe space space where you can come to with whatever you have going on and know that you're accepted here and that we're going to listen to what you have to say and hopefully give you some of that information and inspiration that will help you to get to the next thing that's right for you. It's not a one size fits all, right? And, and why, hello, both to Amanda and Alicia. Hello. How are you? I haven't talked to you in a while. I want to know how you're doing. Um, but I also, uh, I want you guys, uh, I, I, I was saying, why am I here? What's, what are my credentials? Not an expert in autism, but I'm a pony. I'm a parent of a neurodiverse individual and a pony, uh, a parent of a neurodiverse adult individual. Those are my credentials, which means that I care deeply. I, you know, don't, 
Don't even get me started talking about how much I love and adore my kid and how much I want to be there for him in whatever capacity he needs me to be there for. But in the in on the path, I've met so many other people that I care deeply about as well. So that's why I'm here. We leave all pretense at the door. We try to figure out how we can support each other. That's really what this is about. Yes? Okay. So uh, we've got great guests coming up in just a little while. We're going to be joined by the founders of Spec Labs. That's Spectrum Laboratory. Amazing organization. If you watched our new podcast that began airing, it debuted last Friday, Stories from the Spectrum. It's all content by and for a neurodiverse world. So those of you who've tuned in and you see me sitting here and you're like, oh no, it's a parent. Uh, Why don't they have someone who is actually autistic sitting there? Uh, That would be a a better show for me if you find yourself saying that. We don't disagree. And we wanted to make sure that you were finding things like that on Autism Network. So plus, which it was a thing that's time had come. There are so many brilliant artists out there who are doing all kinds of work and they need help to have a place to show their work so that they can transition into more and better and more lucrative employment, because we know that that's super important for all of us, right? Why wouldn't it be important for individuals and artists who are on the spectrum? So we hope to be spreading that message through stories from the spectrum. And if you watched, you you would have seen clearly that uh, Spectrum Laboratory has a lot to do with that show that we went to them first and said, hey, we know you've got some talented artists and uh, took some of the people that they were working with and some of the things that they've been working on for that first show because they do amazing work. So they're going to be with us. Plus one of their artists is going to be joining us talking about something that they've got coming up that uh, is really fun that we want you guys to participate in if you can. So they'll be here in just a little while. But first on Wednesdays, we like to dive right in and cover something that we fondly refer to as the jargon of the day. This is when we take on one word, one phrase, one acronym. We try to figure out what in the hey, nani, nani, are those experts talking about? What does this have to do with us? Why? Why do they have to use these terms? Why are they so confusing? Again, I'm saying hello to Michelle, uh, who's piping in real quick before I pick up my son from ABA. Michelle, I hope you saw that we... uh, answered some of your questions yesterday. I know you had to go in and out, but uh, make sure you watch the video because we answered um, one of your questions. So uh, in any case, we do the jargon of the day. We First, we give you the actual definition. We give you the term and then we give you the actual definition. And then sometimes we make fun of that because, you know, it's a hobby. And then we give you a working definition. And then we try to give you a context. So that you can begin to understand why does this jargon term exist? Why might it be important to you? How it might help you to have a better day, have a better life, and to be able to show up for people that you love in a substantive way. That's really why we take the time to do this, because otherwise we would just flush these terms down the toilet. And believe me, I've done it with a few of them. (laughs) That I just go, no, we're not covering that because there's no point. That's just ridiculous jargon, right? So, uh, but this is not ridiculous jargon today. Today, it's serious business jargon because when you understand the term today, you're cooking with gas and it's very exciting. So let's take a look and see what it is that I'm so excited about. Extinction. And we're not talking about dinosaurs. I know. Isn't that right where your head goes? You go, dinosaur. why do we need to talk about dinosaurs? Uh, and we're not talking about uh, doing anything harmful to people on the spectrum either. We're not talking about autism going away permanently. This is why we talk about these terms, because I think sometimes people hear the term and they go, what, you're trying to make autism extinct? No, 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 not at all. So let's take a look at what extinction is and why people get so confused about extinction and why it is the thing that will kick your can if you don't know what it is. So extinction is a procedure in which, you ready for this? Reinforcement of a previously reinforced behavior is discontinued. As a result, occurrences of that behavior decrease in the future. And this is from a book. I was just making fun of this book this morning. So it's so apropos. It's the Cooper Heron Hayward book of applied behavior analysis. So, and I happen to have one sitting right here on my desk. And I love, love this book, but I love to make fun of their definitions more than anything else because it's a book written for people who have already studied this. 
And often it is it used to be that this was the only book you could go to when somebody would use one of these terms. And this is why we do jargon of the day because of Cooper, Heron, and Hayward. Thank you, Cooper, Heron, and Hayward. Um, they do serve a purpose, but if you ever want to know, like, you know, what makes me break out into hives, it's that book. And notice it is the perfect door, doorstop way. Um, so that if you don't understand it, if you don't have degrees in psychology, you can always use it to prop a door open. You know, functionality. Uh, let's go back to extinction. So here, you know, if you didn't know and didn't have a degree in, you know, pick psychology, autism, ABA, whatever, you would read this uh, lovely, lovely definition that means something to someone somewhere and you would go, I'm up a tree. I have no idea what you're talking about. You might as well be talking about dinosaurs, right? Okay, so let's shove that into the circular file for now and let's take a look at our working definition of extinction and then let's see if we can't break it down because I do think this is the hardest term. I I'm just saying, it's it's if not the hardest, it's certainly up there, right? Extinction is figuring out what the paycheck check is for behavior and then stopping the paycheck. Okay, did anybody's head just explode? Yes, that is what the other thing said. We talk all the time about how everything that you do, everything that I do, everything that our, you know, our friends do, everything that our boss does, everything that our kiddos on the spectrum um, do, everything our, our classmates do, everything our students do, it has a paycheck. Especially if we do it over and over and over again. Like sometimes you'll do something just to try something, but when it becomes a behavior and, and that's something that we're doing on a regular basis, we only do things that have a paycheck for us, right? And sometimes people get a paycheck for doing things that aren't good for them, that aren't really effective in the long term for the things that they want to do that are sometimes harmful to them or harmful to others. We all engage in that kind of behavior too. No one is perfect. No one has that perfect existence where everything I do is good for me and good for the environment, right? Um, so how does anyone, not, not just people on the spectrum, how do we change that equation? If we're used to doing things that aren't helping us, like, and I always use the ex example of smoking because it's an easy one, right? Lots of people smoke. We're 100% clear it's not good for you. It's not good for the environment, right? But there is a paycheck for smoking. And if we want to stop smoking, then the behavior that we want to put on extinction, we want it to go away, is smoking. So first we have to identify for the individual, there is not one paycheck for smoking. Every individual there is a, that smokes has a different paycheck. I know one person that still is smoking, even though she knows it's bad for her, because it is the only way she feels entitled to take a break. And when she says, oh, you know, I got, we're all entitled to our legal mandated breaks, right? But sometimes we get busy, we do things and we forget to take the break. Or the boss is like, do you really need to take a break right now? Even though that's not legal, right? Um, and we just don't take the break. But for smokers, it's like, oh, no, time for my cigarette break. And they take their pack of cigarettes and they take their lighter and they go outside and they stand and they have social time and they chat with each other and they get their break. And then they come back in right? And, you know, for my friend, she says, that's the thing, because I won't take a break otherwise. And then I end up working through the whole day and I'm exhausted and I've never taken a break. It's time where I get to go reorganize my thoughts, have social time with people. I get a break and I need a break. And she doesn't feel entitled to one if she doesn't smoke. Okay. So now we know what her paycheck is, but for other people, it's different. We cannot assume that just because the behavior is the same, the paycheck is the, is the same. It isn't. Paycheck is different for every single person. So if we truly wanted to help her to stop smoking, what we need to do is stop the paycheck. That's what extinction is. It says we do not give the paycheck for this behavior anymore. So sometimes you don't have control over this, right? We would have to have it stop being a break for her. We would have to say to her boss, okay, she needs to work while she's smoking. And so that it's not really a break and she gets no social time when she's smoking. She only gets social time when she's not smoking. Uh, now, you know, businesses aren't going to do that, but that's the extreme of what extinction goes to. It says, whatever the paycheck is, we stop the paycheck. Now that's not the only part of extinction. Extinction says 
that in order to do this and be effective with it, we have to make sure that the paycheck is given for the proper behavior. Notice I said we would give her social time, but she wouldn't be allowed to smoke. We would give her a break, but she wouldn't be allowed to smoke during that break. So let's see if we can translate this into kiddos who are on the autism spectrum. Somebody wrote in the other day and said that their kiddo was hitting their head against the wall. And I said, right at the end of the show, I said that my son used to hit his head on the kitchen floor and it would freak me out. And it was one of the first things when we started ABA, I said, like, that's at the top of the list. He doesn't sleep and he bangs his head on the kitchen floor and it freaks me out because why would somebody hurt themselves? And I thought, oh no, he was two and a half. And I thought, what's going to happen? He's going to, you know, hurt his brain eventually. And it feels wrong when your baby is laying on the kitchen floor and deliberately whacking his head on the floor. It freaked me out. And the ABA team came in and said, well, first, you know, we're going to make it safe for him so that he can't hurt himself, Um, which meant that they um, had us put up a baby gate because the only part of our condo that had a hard floor was the kitchen. And everything else in the condo was carpeted so that we put up a baby gate so he didn't have access to the hard floor. So if he wanted to hit his head on the floor, he was going to be doing it on carpet. So already we've mitigated some of the danger there, right? But they looked at it and they said, what are the circumstances under which he does this? What happens before? What happens afterwards? And if you watched the show before, you know that eventually we figured out that what was happening before was that he was doing something he liked and I would put a demand on him. Like, it's time to stop playing with your toys and it's time to go eat lunch. He'd run into the kitchen, whack his head on the floor. And then I would freak out, scream and go, no, don't hurt the baby. And I would pick him up, scoop him up, bring him to the big rocking chair that we had, rub his head, feed him lemonade and fun things, right? So he did not want to take a break from what he was doing. He did not want to be forced into doing something else. He wanted my attention. So he would throw himself to the floor, whack his head so that suddenly... He doesn't have to do the thing that I was asking him to do. And he has all of my attention and I'm rocking him and petting his head. That was his paycheck. I get time with mom in the rocking chair and I get lemonade, which I don't normally get. Now, if you had tried to explain that to me, I would have, oh my goodness, I would have had a meltdown Uh, because I would have felt like you were saying it was my fault. It's not your fault. Sometimes though, we set up circumstances where we inadvertently pay people for things that we don't want them to learn to do. I used to do this all the time inadvertently as a teacher, but once you learn this and go through and go, okay, what's the behavior that I see this person doing that I don't want them to do? They're talking all the time in class. Okay. What's the paycheck that they're getting for that? They're getting lots of attention. Oh, maybe there's somebody who needs attention. What happens if I give them attention before they do the behavior? Does that behavior go away? Right? I can do that. But the other thing that I want to do is cut the paycheck off. So if what they were doing was getting attention for the talking, I make sure that they don't get attention for the talking. Now, sometimes that's really hard. Sometimes it's within our purview to say, I'm not going to give you the paycheck for doing this. I'm going to give you the paycheck for doing something that I do like. And that is when all kinds of different behavior happens. It's the really good stuff. So a lot of people get uh, confused with extinction and assume that the behavior, that the paycheck is attention and say, well, extinction is I ignore the behavior. No, that's not what extinction is. That is only extinction when the paycheck was behavior. And it's not really, it's, it's never ignoring the child. It is ignoring the behavior if, 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 if attention was the paycheck. But a lot of times attention is not the paycheck. And I see parents, I got this wrong for three years. And I see parents that still get this wrong that you talk to them and you say, well, what's the behavior? Oh, we put this behavior on extinction. Okay, great. So what are you doing? We're just ignoring it. But, but, and then I say, well, oh, so was attention the, the function of the behavior? No, the function of the behavior was to get a break, but we're ignoring it. I'm like, how's that working for you? Because you're fixing a problem with the wrong remedy, right? Um, So don't, assume that it is ignoring, put yourself through the equation saying, whatever the paycheck is, we're going to stop the paycheck. We're going to give the paycheck for other behavior that we want to see, but we're not going to give it for this behavior anymore. Hard, really hard. I recommend working with experts. 
But once you get it, everything changes. Everything changes and you go, oh, wait a second. I, I do have a modicum of control here and it gets exciting. So extinction, it's a pretty cool one. And if you don't get it from that description, please understand that it's, I didn't explain it well, it's not you. You will get it over time. Don't give up, okay? It's a hard one. And when you get this one, it's it's like you get to graduate, all right? So, uh, but we've got guests. So let's move on to our question of the day. Our question today, and you guys can write in, you know, I love to see it when you guys write in on social media uh, and tell us the question of the day. What part of your life would you like to change? Because you can do this for yourself, you know. You can say to yourself, oh, you know, I'm staying up too late. Oh, that's the behavior. If I could just stop staying up late. All right, well, wait a second. What's the paycheck for staying up late? How am I paying myself for staying up late? Well, I stay up late and I get free time for myself. And uh, and I want more free time for myself. So then you say to yourself, I, I'm no longer, I'm going to stop this paycheck. I'm going to make sure that if I'm staying up that I'm, you know, uh, doing something that's not pleasurable, like my taxes, right? (laughs) That's, I can only stay up to do the taxes and then make sure that you get time for yourself earlier in the night uh, as a reward for going to bed on time. So what's the part of your day that you would most like to change? And then ask yourself, what's the paycheck for why have you been doing it the way you do it? And then can you stop that paycheck and play with it? Play with it your, with yourself. And, you know, if you're willing to do it for yourself, you can change all kinds of things. It's kind of amazing. Uh, and then we teased what our topic was for the week. Uh, if you want to put it back up, Draven, our topic for the week there. You had it and then it went away. Oh, he can't. I can't remember what it was. I saw it and then it went away. Uh, autism around the globe. Thank you. I, that's how short-term memory uh, I am. <laughs> Uh, okay. Autism around the globe. So that is what our, our, uh, topic is today. And don't forget that we showed you on Monday, Molly Olapini was here and we were talking about the state of autism due to the Ukraine crisis. And, uh, don't forget that you want to go to autismglobalproject.org to be looking at how you can be useful to see if there is a family in your community that has, uh, ended up there that maybe you can provide blankets that you have laying around or clothing or toys or whatever. But also Molly is leaving tomorrow to go to Poland, uh, to put boots on the ground in Poland to set up centers to help families and help therapists that are there to set up to be of use to families so that families can have some help and some support and figure things out. So make a donation of any size that you can to autismglobalproject.org. And you can also hold your own mini fundraisers by going to that site. They have a link and you can set up a fundraiser And if you're squeamish about that and don't want to do that, just post something that they have on your social media. I've got to do that today Um, to help get the word out because there's people who need our help. And you give what you can, you do what you can, right? Don't try to take on the whole problem, but let's all try to support those families. And I want to say to you, one of the best ways that I know how is to support Molly because she's going there and she's organizing help and she'll have eyeballs uh, uh, on the situation and boots on the ground. So we thank Molly for doing that. All right, uh, my friends, uh, we've gotten through our opening stuff here and I'm so excited to welcome our guests that I think are here. We've had them on the show many times and we featured them on the show on Friday uh, from uh, uh, for our stories from the spectrum. And uh, so welcoming Garth Herberg, Jason Weisbrode, and I think that Dominique Brown is there as well. Look at you guys. It's Hello. So, it's so thrilling to be with all of you. Dominique, I, I love that you're, you've got your May the 4th shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> Super cool. So let's start with, uh, I, I'm going to let you guys do most of the talking here. We, I, I mentioned Spec Labs. I'm trying to be better about this because I sort of marfed it up last week. You guys go, go by Spec Labs or Spectrum Laboratory. Is that correct? Have I almost That's got it. it now? 
You got um, it. Okay. So uh, let's first of all talk about the mission of Spectrum Laboratory and what's been going on recently. Who wants to give the update? You want to take that, Jay? Uh, sure. Recently, Spectrum Laboratory, we have been in our uh, spring classes. We've been running, uh, I don't know how many classes, seven, eight, nine classes right now or something like that. Uh, we got voice acting classes. We got improv comedy classes, film, uh, film short film production classes, where we actually created a short film for the Easter Seals Disability Film Challenge that Dominique and myself directed together called the Spectrum League, which is available on YouTube right now. It's a superhero, awesome, fun, fun film. Uh, Garth, on the music end, you want to talk about what you've been up to? Yeah, well, I mean, one of the big things we wanted to talk about was this, this upcoming concert we've got happening, mm -hmm. Summer of Spec. A very very epic concert but more generally speaking our, our mission is, is really to entertain and to educate and collaborate with the autism community and um like what jason was saying we we have programs in a variety of artistic mediums uh voiceover filmmaking music um visual art so we combine all these programs um a big talent pool and we try to give hands-on experience to um talented people in the autism community that are looking for a chance to either further their, their talent, um, connect with like-minded artists, um, or have a greater ambition and would like to do it professionally. We've uh, also been really proud to bring in a lot of work to, uh, to our artists in recent years. Amazing work that you've done. And, and Dominique, you've participated in some of that work. Was was this the first time, Dominique, that you had directed something uh, that when you co-directed the Easter Seals Challenge? Yeah, this is the first time. Wow. Was it super fun? Yeah, it was very fun. I don't know how it couldn't be with Jason at your side, right? Because <laughs> these two guys are some of the funnest guys I know. Tell them, before we talk about Summer of Spec, tell them a little bit about how Spec Labs came to be. Oh, yeah, it was... Uh... What was it, Jay? Maybe like eight years ago now, where we where the idea started. Yeah, I mean, um, Garth, you always like to tell because we have got Dom on here. You always like to tell kind of how Garth and I were working together, and we've been friends for a long time. We knew each other since high school, uh, and we reconnected. Uh, and you're working professionals. I mean, yes, this, this is yes. our this is your thing. And Jason, yes. you're more on the I don't I don't want to speak for you. You tell you're more on the film side. But well, I've always I mean, since I've been like, you know, a teenager, I was acting in commercials and TV and film through my 20s. And I directed short films and movies and commercials. And I was in the Hollywood machine for many, many years and uh, and then uh, fell into the autism community and started working with uh, different organizations there and just meeting lots of amazing people like Dominique and listening to their stories and just realizing there's the film medium would just be an amazing and I and living in LA I couldn't believe there weren't programs that were teaching filmmaking or acting for camera and stuff for the autism neurodiverse community right so that that kind of blew my mind and then Garth on the music end said you know he wanted to start recording songs because he met Garth, you should talk about when you met Dom yeah, and how it inspired crazy you. I tell this story a lot, but usually, Dominique, you're not there. So, <laughs> yeah, like, I was doing a lot of music direction, and Jason and I were working together, and I remember working with you. You were um, in the cast, and we were, we were, like, writing an original musical sort of in the moment. It was unfolding in real time. And, Dom, you came up to me, and you had a folder, like – filled with hundreds of pages of songs and you and you told me i think i have a song for the show and you were just like okay you know like a minute later you like got to the exact page of the song that you wanted and i was like cool let me hear it and you started singing uh, a song it was brilliant and i think we were working with um oh the very talented zach marsh at the time and oh, yeah. uh, i remember i remember saying all right dom why don't you sit down with zach and see if you can flush this out because I was I was busy kind of doing some other music direction. And then yeah, we have this song, and it was at that moment I kind of thought, oh, somebody like Dominique, I would really like to help him um, record a lot of those yeah, songs. Yeah, make a record. So well, it wasn't long know. after that Jason and I got together, and we were thinking, you know, what if we used our respective talents, Jason in filmmaking, 
Myself, I have a, a background in, in recording music and composing. Um, what if we put that together and focus more on production? Um, Dominique and, and artists like him being, you know, front and center of my mind for, uh, for recording music. Well, and yeah. now you guys, I, I mean, the legacy of what you guys have done is just like, we're never going to be able to know the, like how big of an impact you guys have made because it's ginormous. And, and Dom, when I think of all the things, you know, it's like I turn on the TV and you're on all the time, one way or the other. You act, you sing, you perform in a band. My goodness. What, uh, I, I've seen you dance, for heaven's sake, in shows. What can't you do, Dom? You're, you're like a renaissance man. <laughs> is, there, is there anything that you want to study now that you, like, can you, uh, are you doing drawing yet? Yes, I, I mean, I, I don't animate, but I do draw. There I, you I, go. I, well, maybe that'll be next. We just all get the pleasure of living in your creative world. <laughs> Which is yes. our, well, our audience may have seen uh, Dominique on a typical, or of course I can't think of it right now. What's the name of that wonderful movie that you did um, with the girl? Uh, please who, stand by. Which one? Please, please stand by. Yes, friend. please stand by. Oh yeah, my goodness! And you were you were fantastic in that. So yeah, one thing I just wanted to say was uh, what what we do with Spec Labs and why Dom's here and kind of. A big part of us now is just it's not as a shan like a, a student. Dom was actually part of our team now. So Dom was in our first class we ever had, and now Dom uh, is my one of my assistant te teachers, instructors in the film class, and that's why he got to direct the movie with me. And he's you know producing tracks in the music program, and so now Dom is a member of the Spectrum Laboratory workforce. So he's hired him. So congratulations to everybody. That's something we're trying to do more with within Spec Labs is get our artists work and showcase their work, and that leads us to Summer of Spec, which is a big live concert production that Garth is really at the helm putting together. And, and all right, and, tell us everything um, we need to the music know. Program. Yeah, tell us yeah. everything, Garth. I'm so excited about it. Um, well, let's see. I mean, first of all, we we in our seven years of being Spectrum Laboratory, we've amassed a lot of music. So we've decided to put uh, on display a lot of our original music, um, some of which was written uh, by songwriters like Dominique or like Lucas Saluski um, or many others that were written in collaboration. And what we've done is we've taken a lot of our music and we've arranged it for this whole ensemble consisting of, you know, uh, students and performers in our stage performance workshop and in our live band. So we have 14 musicians, and then we also have two actors that are going to be emceeing and sort of taking you on a bit of a journey through this concert. It's, it's much more than just a concert. It is going to be a show. Um, Jason and, and myself uh, worked on the writing uh, alongside our, our director, Kathy McCauley, um, to create a sort of, to, to weave a story into um, this experience to sort of bring the audience live into the experiment of Spectrum Laboratory. So you can get sort of a deeper sense of, of what our mission is, what we do, what we're all about um, through the art. You know, let the, let the music speak for itself. Um, it's gonna be an hour and a half uh, show and it's gonna be happening at Playa Studios, the beautiful Playa Studios in Culver City. Um, and that's on June 17th. Um, what else can I say? We actually, uh, in your honor, Shannon, uh, for all of the viewers of Autism Live, we have a special discount. Um, if you go to get tickets and you put in "We Love Shannon" all caps, "We Love Shannon," you can get ten percent off tickets. Um, this concert is a fundraiser, um, which goes towards helping to keep us uh, happy and healthy at Spec Labs, funding all, all our programs, our financial aid our uh, you know, dreams of expansion. We're looking at new spaces. Um, there's a lot we need to accomplish and we want to grow and we need your help, but we want you to come and have a great time in the process of helping us achieve all those goals. Um, what more can I say? It's just gonna be amazing. You can actually see um, all the performers right there on that flyer too. Okay, so I have a question. Yes. So yes. it's at the Playa Studios, 
but are you also doing a live stream of it? Can people buy tickets if they're far away? Well, I don't know about the live stream, but what I can tell you is we are going to be doing an amazing recording and filming of the show. Okay. So for those who cannot attend, we will have a follow-up and it will look and sound amazing. Um, but you know, if you can't be there, but you, you've subscribed to our mission and our cause, you can still donate to the fundraiser, uh, show your support and love. Tell, tell somebody you know that can be there, that would enjoy it, that's a, that's a music lover. Um, and a lover of the autism community. So yes, there's there are ways to get involved if you can't be there, and we'll have an amazing uh, video to share. Well, and we may look into are, a live stream because that's not a bad idea for those who may want to, you know. Yeah. Bob DeMarco <laughs> says he'll be there. Bob, hey, I'll be there too. He, yeah, I hope so. He's, he's playing in it. Oh. I think I need to talk to Bob. Yeah, we're we're looking for maybe a, a secret weapon uh, guitar slinger on the side. Yeah. <laughs> Play with us. You got to talk, Bob. Get you into some rehearsals. Well, well, there there should be a code. We love Bob, right? Because uh, everybody loves Bob. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, for so for people who are in the Los Angeles area, though, where do they need to go to get the tickets? So right on that flyer, you'll see. Get your tickets now. Um, easiest thing to remember is just speclabs.org. The exact site is speclabs.org slash summer of spec. But if you just go to our homepage, you'll see it front and center. There it is. Uh, get your tickets. So go to www.speclabs.org. Oh, wow. It looks like there's four W's on that flyer. <laughs> okay, we'll have to it does look put that back. <laughs> uh, it's an extra W because you're extra. Um, yeah. But, uh, and when you go there, if you would like to get the 10, it is a donation, but if you'd like to get the 10% off the tickets, cause you want to bring more people with you and that's what you want to do. There is a coupon code and you, in all caps, we love Shannon. That made me laugh this morning when I saw that you guys are <laughs> hilarious. Um, and, and, uh, so don't leave me hanging. Don't make it look like there's only one person who loves me. So uh, get your tickets and put in the code there. Save yourself 10%, but make a donation because these programs don't happen just because. And, and one of the things that we're working on here at the Autism Network is we see that there are, there's so much talent, right? But if, if talent isn't fed, if talent isn't nourished, if it isn't mentored, then it, it doesn't get as many opportunities as talent that has been mentored and fed. And, and so we love what you guys are doing. We've seen what you guys have been doing for eight years and we think it's remarkable, which is why we wanted you guys to be involved in so many things that we've been doing lately. And we also see how the work that you have been doing with artists starts to translate into employment like Dom. Uh, I mean, Dom, how amazing is it now that this place where you were taking classes for years, now you're an employee. Uh, is this a big difference for you? And and are you loving it? Yeah, I mean, you know, aside from you know, working as a student, I'm actually, you know, I'm actually getting to help out a lot in classes. So it's, yeah, I think it's a huge difference for me. And whenever you can work as an artist, that's a good day, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, for all of us. So I, I just have so much respect for what you guys are doing, whether it's the beginning classes that you guys do or the more advanced classes or the way you're mentoring people into employment. I've watched this year. I mean, last fall, we came to you very quickly and said, we're starting um, the Autism Network and we need a new opening for Autism Live. And we hired your, some of your artists and you guys did our opening that you guys get to see at the start of every show with the, with the birds and the tree and the meep, meep, meep. Um, yeah. which we, and even, we, and the music behind it too. And the music behind, artists. in fact, all of yeah. the music that Pretty happened. Much the whole opening is created by Spectrum Laboratory. We had two amazing visual artists, Amos Stillwell and Cooper Berea, who put that open in the visuals and then Sean McRae, the composition, the music for it. Yeah. In fact, all of the music that that we use that's incendiary on um, Autism Live, almost all of it, I think 99.99% of it was created um, by 
spec lab artists with uh, Garth mentoring. Is that oh, wow. not so, some of the other interstitial music we made? That's right. Yeah, that was working with um, Lucas Lusky, um, Abacus uh, Jackson. Yeah, there's uh, there's some good talent in that pool. Yeah. Yeah. And and we were happy that we got to part have you guys participate with us for our maiden voyage of stories from the spectrum. And we're hoping that more of your artists, because uh, we now have, uh, we're looking for artists on the spectrum who want to make uh, short short films about anything to be featured on stories from the spectrum. So, and yeah. and we are paying. It's not a huge amount of money, but we are paying for artists to do that. We're super proud of that. But I don't think that, I don't think it would have occurred to us that that was a thing and that we could, if it hadn't been for the work that you guys are doing. Oh, thanks. So, yeah, um, how, how uh, I gotta talk more with my, I got Dom, you gotta make something for stories from the spectrum. Dom, yeah, yeah. where's your story? <laughs> do you wanna make a story? Did you, you were in the one the other day because we fe featured Cheers, which you guys did years ago, which is, uh, I, I've loved so many things that you guys have done. Um, the first thing I saw was was Big Mouth, and I thought I was going to fall on the floor and die laughing. And that <laughs> featured you, Dominique. Tell them what Big Mouth is. Uh, Big Mouth is one of the first songs that I did with Speck Lab. And it was created... Uh, the video was created back in 2015. Um, you know, we, we filmed it a whole bunch of different places. Uh, you know, Leo Beck Temple and uh, Universal City Walk. But what's the story behind it? Who do you play in this music video? Because it's hilarious. <laughs> okay, I played this. I, I, I played this guy who, you know, his friends say... They can't hang out with him because his girl, his girl's got a big mouth. And I can't relate to it at all. <laughs> I can't relate. He, he basically hasn't seen it yet, but until you know, one one day he finally, while he's ready for a date with her, you now he's finally seeing that she does have a big mouth. <laughs> but it <laughs> is hilarious. First thing that I ever saw that you guys did, and I just, I remember going, oh my gosh, this is brilliant. And then of course, the next thing I saw was Chicken Bone. And and people <laughs> can still watch these, right? Where do they need to go to oh, watch? Oh yeah, they're all on our YouTube page. We have, a, we have I mean, over a hundred videos of content on our YouTube page, um, all made by autistic artists uh, and neurodivergent artists. It's, uh, it's, YouTube, just type in Spectrum Laboratory on YouTube and you'll see a little image with our logo and you'll go to our YouTube page. And, uh, you know, there's short films, music videos, there's animations, there's behind the scenes stuff, there's all sorts of, you know, live music performances all on our YouTube page. Um, I think, uh, the, yeah, you guys just put it in the chat there, Yeah, our YouTube page. It's, uh, there's so much great stuff and music videos over the years. I mean, there's so many amazing music videos that I think that's one of our one of our best things we've done over the years is made some really amazing music videos and then of course some short films that have gone to film festivals like our short film Boys Don't Wear Dresses yeah. that went to you know a bunch of film festivals and won awards and you can see the trailer for that on our website but if you actually want to watch the movie you can contact us to watch Boys Don't Wear Dresses or if you want to learn more about our program or you know, if you got a kid who wants to make music videos or write songs, just hit up Spectrum Laboratory. Go to our website, speclabs.org. If you're in LA, come to our show on June 17th. Yes, meet, please. Meet us. Meet us. Come see it. Yeah. Come see it live. Yeah, you you guys have a tradition that every year, it's usually in June, uh, for a lot of years you called it Specfest, right? Specfest, yeah. And um, And I heard about it. It was always on on the week of my son's birthday, and so there were there were years when I was like I just could not get to it, but I always heard about it. Heard it was one of the best things all year long, and then finally you moved it just a couple of days, and I was able to go to one, and I went holy business, because if you ever want to be filled with hope about what the future is for the world of neurodiverse people. And you have a you have a kiddo, and you're like, what are they going to be like as a teen? What are they going to be like as an adult? If you 
want to peer into the future and see happiness, go to one of these things. Uh, it's a party. And it's a party with artists and where they get to show off how amazing they are. And, and it's not just one thing. It's like somebody sings and then somebody shows a movie and, and you know, you just get bombarded with hope and artists. We're, we're changing up the format a little bit just because okay. we have so much to give that we, we're, we're, what we're doing is we're now talking about, um, like for some respect, this is just going to be a live concert and stage show. And then later in the year, there's talks about a dedicated film festival. So we're kind of like, uh, I don't know, we're, we're sort of um, branching out. We used, we used to you know, have the live music and then show a video and live music and show a video. And it was wonderful, but it was, it was hard to run and it was chaotic a little bit, getting the band on stage and then showing a movie. So we kind of thought, oh, maybe we'll do some something during the summer where it's you know music heavy, where we do a live show and showcase all the music. And then as you do like a sit down for the autism and neurodivergent uh, neurodiversity communities, like a uh, screening um, in yeah. a theater or something like that. Like we oh. did a, a screening at the El Rey Theater before um, where we can actually sit and watch all the music videos and watch the short films that we've created over the year. And then maybe even bring in some, I'm thinking about bringing in more work from outside, like uh, honoring some people in the community and bringing in some you know, and just making it more of a community festival. So that's something I'm thinking of with trying to get together for December um, for the yeah. end of the year and calling, and that will be the spec fest. Um, so there we continuing, go. continuing spec fest. Thank you for stopping me yeah. because this is, this is the concert. This is summer of spec Yes, and it's happening on June 17th. You guys can come to it. I guarantee you though, these folks know how to throw a party um, <laughs> and oh, yeah. it, will be, it will be a concert, but it will be a party. And um, you will have a good time and you will be blown away. Your heart will be filled and it will beat a little faster because it's just that level of good. And, and I came to a spec fest many years ago and there were so many things that were great about it. But the thing that reduced me to the puddle was that video cheer, um, which was why I wanted to show it in the first um, stories of the spectrum. And this, uh, tell us a little bit about how that, film came to be well big shout out to uh to barry rose um she she's uh one of the featured singers that um, came in and collaborated with all of our artists and i was actually in a band with her many moons ago uh she's a good friend and um musical collaborator of my own that uh just took an interest in spectrum laboratory so we brought her in um and then uh you know in typical spec lab fashion everybody got together we were songwriting you know, shopping different ideas. And then um, I really think it was it was quite a group effort to uh, nail down the song for Cheers. Yeah, a lot yeah. of different artists wrote on it and sang on it. Yeah, it was a really big group collaboration. And then it was just such like a campfire type song that I just, when I went, I think one day I was like, we should just, because we went and filmed where I used to, where Garth and I used to live. We were roommates at this place uh, up in the Hollywood Hills. And yes. I'm like, let's just do a campfire music video, like a kumbaya kind of thing. And then that's what <laughs> you end up seeing in the video is us around roasted marshmallows and tent and camping. And it was just a really fun time more it's than anything. Hard. We had, yeah. We had a lot really of fun filming it. Dom, I want to know what's the most fun Beck Labs shoot you've been on? What's been the most fun? Yeah. Um... Or I mean, one I, that you can remember that was fun. There's so many that I think that were fun. Um, you know, I I enjoyed uh, what makes a better world, and uh, yeah. is your imagination. And oh, what yeah. made what I made think... it fun for you? Well, you know, it, uh, it was just like you know, like a fun time because everybody dressing up and. You were decorating, making all these, playing with all these huge, huge balloons. Awesome. Awesome. I, I just love the sense of collaboration that comes out of everything that you guys do. Um, and, and how it, I hear from the, your students and from their families and, and I see it in what you do that, that the sense of belonging 
that people feel like they, it's that old thing that Joanne Laura always used to talk about, about a seat at the table, that everybody that you're working with feels like they have a seat at the table, that they don't have to earn that. And, and for parents, you know, we, we will put our kids into activities, but we always worry, like, are they going to be included? Are they going to have an equal footing? Are they going to feel like they have some ownership in it? And I think there's something magic about you guys. Uh, Bob just wrote it and said, Garth and Jason are the men. Uh, <laughs> and you kind of well, are. Well, Bob, Bob is the man behind the men. And I'm, there we go. Got to say, he's, he's been one of our longest champions. Love you so much, Bob. He's our angel. Yeah, Bob is amazing. I said there should be a we love Bob um, thing. But what is the magic dust that you guys do that that people could learn from that makes everybody feel like they have a voice? Ooh, oh boy, I feel like Ooh. I feel like each of us should speak to that. There's there's so so much to say. Well, our motto is "Let us be heard," and our first song we ever wrote called "Jamboree," which Dom was very heavily involved with that. Lucas and our first class, uh, great artist Atticus Baldwin and Abby Romeo Lutz, and our first year, and uh, we started that first year with our theme of love, and I think that's what it boils down to is love more than anything else, and with the motto behind it of "Let us be heard," which is uh, giving a voice to those who otherwise may not have. The opportunity to have that voice and letting them speak with just a little push, you know, a little help from your friends, so to speak, and um, treating everyone as equals. And that's what we've done since day one. We've never have been like, this is the teacher and you are the student. It's always been like, we're together, we're a community, we're going to create awesome art as equals. And I think that's just stayed strong that way. And that's what we really do in classes. And Dom, if you speak to that as far as like, it doesn't feel like a classroom thing it feels like we're creating magic we're creating art right in classes yeah, you inspired garth so much he had to leave uh he'll be back <laughs> but uh dominique what does it feel I'm like sorry my my uh my computer's about to die i'll be back at once i don't know it's all good. <laughs> uh it's all it's a live show these kinds of things happen all the time dominique um what's it feel like when when you're in class does it feel like i mean you must feel like you have uh, a seat at the table because you're a big part of what's happening. Oh yeah, it's it's wonderful. You know, everyone comes in, you know, just just you know, ready, all pumped up, ready for class, and you know, we we start, you know, we start we start having fun. It's where all the fun begins, you know, because when we when we start. When we start getting in the ideas, then the magic comes in. I love that. And Garth, you're back. What do you want to say? What's the what's the pixie dust? I uh, I, I love I love listening to what um, Jay and Dominique were saying because it's it's just so much about the people that are there and like what everybody has to bring. You know, it's so it's so unique. It's so specific to each person that's involved on each day. In each class, you know, it's and and that creates this really kind of um, that's the that's the the secret sauce that keeps changing. You know, everybody's different input, um, the way that we uplift each other, the way we work through challenges. You know, there's a lot of when you're in the creative process with with people, you really start to peel that the layers of that onion back. You know, you really start to get to know people. So so as much as we're 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 giving a voice to everyone, we're really listening and supporting everybody and, and doing that through the creative process. So, you know, it's it's all about the people. It's all about listening to each other, um, about showing up and about having fun and being creative. And Bob, you know, who really should be on camera with us this morning, but Bob <laughs> wrote in and said, person-centered love. And mm. that is what it looks like, you guys. What you do, that is what it looks like. I also loved, uh, it was a couple of years ago that I was at an event that didn't have anything to do with you guys. And a young woman walked up to me and she said, I know you, I've seen you, you do that show about autism. And I said, yes, yes, uh, Autism Live. And I said, I, I haven't met you. And, and she introduced herself and she said, I'm a Spec Labs artist. And there was <laughs> just, and there was this, 
the way she said it, you know, it was with confidence and that I, I have a place in this world and this is how I identify myself. I'm a spec labs artist. And I, and I, and it was, you could just feel that she, it was exuding from her, that that, that was a pride point. And I loved that so much. I just, I was like, oh, you know, you're really doing something when somebody stands a little taller and identifies themselves like that. I just was like, oh, oh those cool. guys. Isn't that cool? cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We always do that. We call all, we don't say students. We just, they're artists. Um, we treat everyone who walks in as an artist and they've got, we know everybody has an to tell everybody's got something something inside of them and it's about how to get that little spark out you know and and a lot of a lot of people come in and they want to it's a thing with you know with the communication process in a lot of autistic individuals have is like not being able to express that right at the beginning but if you nurture it and you like keep working at it and you make it fun yeah and then eventually you'll hit that spark will, will ignite you'll go that's it and then you just you know, just keep nurturing that and, and it goes from there and it turns into someone who didn't even want to talk in the, you know, the first class or just said, oh, this is, this, I don't want to be here into dancing on stage in front of hundreds of people at a show, you know, yeah. we've seen that happen uh, numerous times. So that's why we keep doing it. Yeah. You guys are amazing. We're running out of time. Tell them all the, the links again, where they need to go to to see what you're doing to follow but then to get the tickets for summer yes. of spec go to our website and you can get your tickets for summer of spec that's speclabs.org um to be even more specific we have speclabs.org slash summer of spec and you can find our socials um our facebook page is going to have a lot of stuff going on so that's facebook.com slash spectrum laboratory um, oh yeah. And there's our website right there. So yeah, please go there. Um, what else can I say? Oh yeah. The, don't forget that coupon for all you autism lab listeners. We love Shannon. Get your 10% off. All um, caps. All caps. All caps. We love Shannon. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and we also in the comments on all the places where we're live, uh, Traven put the link to the YouTube page, YouTube. but you can also go to YouTube and just put in spec labs spectrum laboratory spectrum yeah. laboratory and um and watch some of the videos if you're i know people who watch cat videos to lift themselves up S enough with the cat videos go over and watch <laughs> what they're doing at spec labs because i promise you if you know and love someone who's on the spectrum it'll lift you up you'll go oh look at that um absolutely adore all of you and dom so happy for you that that you got uh a, a raise you got uh <laughs> promoted uh that now you're an employee that's amazing uh and i imagine they still let you have time off to go do your other professional interests since you're on tv every other week <laughs> do you you let him off to do that you guys oh yeah yeah pretty much have to right yeah uh, well he's getting these auditions and stuff and you know we're supporting his okay. career and when you know and when you're a big tv star that's what happens um, yeah, that's what it's all about. So yeah, whenever he's like, can't make class, got an audition. I'm like, that's the best reason. To miss <laughs> <laughs> We'd love to hear that. Uh, and Dom, yeah. give your mother my love too, okay? Of course. Yes, okay. Much love. Oh, oh, and follow Dom on Insta, right? What's your Instagram, Dom? Uh, Dcool19. Cool19. It's D, D, cool. D period Cool19, right? Right. Yeah, okay. Dcool19. And we have, a, we have Instagram too. Uh, Spectrum Laboratory, so oh, new music, with, uh, connect with us there. Yeah, new music coming soon from Dominique Brown too. He's got a really cool, um, really great children's music that's in production that'll be coming out shortly. Maybe we'll check back in with you, Shannon, when that's already. Oh, ready to please! I can't <laughs> wait to hear that. That's wonderful. And now that we're doing more things out in the public, so thrilled. Summer of Spec, uh, June seventeenth. Now, is that a Friday or a Saturday? That's a Friday, That's Friday a night. Friday night. Yeah. All right. Well, I will be there and I will be excited to be there and to see this wonderful concert. You guys, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day and uh, keep those artists working and send some of them our way for stories from, uh, from the spectrum. You got it. All right. Thank you, Shannon. Thanks, Shannon. Thank you. Thank you.
Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I just wanted to take a second and tell you guys that on tomorrow's show, Let's Talk Autism with Shannon and Nancy, Nancy Osbaugh Jackson will join me. We've got some very interesting news that we're going to be going over. And Ava Lund is going to join us from Special Spirit Ranch. She's going to be talking about some summer programs that they've got going. And then we also have a wonderful author, Dr. Wendela Marsh, is going to be joining us. She's got a new book out about identifying women and girls on the spectrum when they have hidden it well. That's, I, that's not quite the title, but that's basically the synopsis of it. She's written many books, but this one's specifically about how autism is masked in women and, and some great advice. If you are an adult woman and think that maybe you need a diagnosis, we're going to talk about how you go about getting that and, and knowing what to, what things to be able to tell the professional so that you don't get misdiagnosed, which is not diagnosed, right? Uh, if in fact you are someone who should be having a diagnosis so that you can get help and support for that. So that will be tomorrow. I promise it's going to be fascinating. And uh, then on Friday, we're going to replay our stories from the spectrum uh, because it was so good and we want you guys to see it. So there'll be an opportunity to see that again. So, uh, but get ready because soon enough, we're going to have episode two of that. But we'll be back tomorrow with Nancy. Until then, give your kiddos a hug from me and one for you too. Bye-bye for now.